Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Down! Well, everybody, welcome and good morning to you and yours. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J on this 18th day of January, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J over there. Yeah. I am what I can only imagine was a football-filled long weekend for you, Big J. Hopefully, it's nice to welcome you back. Too bad their games weren't any better. I mean, there were were two that were, one that was really good, one that was okay, and the rest that were just complete blowouts. Yeah, I don't care. Sometimes I enjoy a good blowout. Uh, Yeah, did you enjoy the game last night? Yeah. Is it because you watched the Manning cast? Yes. Yeah, that's why. Uh, those of us that do not but, have But Manning also, cast. I like seeing good football executed well, and that's what the Rams did. I mean, run game, pass game, special teams. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, one, it, it, to me, it's not exactly fun when one team shows up, especially when it's like supposed to be a matchup of the see, best of the best. I like seeing a team get beat down. Yeah, well, especially in pro football, like that's got to be the right. toughest thing in the world, I man. Mean, uh, we just we just agree, have to agree to disagree there. I I don't enjoy thirty four to eleven games. You do. What are you gonna do? Uh, but either way, uh, the matchups are set for the next weekend, uh, and hopefully your team is moving on. Uh, it is nice, however, to see the Cowboy fans come out of the woodwork. Uh, you know, we, we we talk about this a couple of times, but uh, it was been a fairly uh, positive season for Cowboy fans on the Kellen Moore page that we happen to be a part of. And they've been very happy for him and very pleased with him uh, until this weekend. Oh, boy. You saw that last play, right? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. What a stupid call. I don't know who would care who made the call. It was dumb. It was, was, well, I mean, listen, it worked. It just didn't, if the the quarterback and the referee don't collide, I wonder if we would be having the same reaction to it. But uh, it, it, it happened, and that's the way that it happened. But uh, it's still, I mean, one call does not a season make. I mean, the Cowboys shot themselves in the foot long before that play. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, listen, inconsistency, uh, penal- penalized, probably the most penalized team. Yeah. In, in, yeah. Guess who that lands on? That's that's the head coach. Yeah, it's an undisciplined football team. Yeah. And, uh, and they continue, they have been all season, and it really bit them in the ass here in the playoffs. But... You know, credit to the 49ers who got the job done as well on the road, which was not necessarily easy. I mean, listen, it seemed like they could do whatever they wanted to do on offense, really. I mean, a couple of shutdowns, but they were running all over the place, and they could complete passes, and Debo Samuel was all over the place, too. The worst possible situation for Jimmy G is an open wide receiver. (laughs) No, seriously. He can't hit an open wide receiver to save his life. Uh, Yeah, well, listen, he got the win. If you put a gun in his head and said, listen, you are going to die if you don't hit this open receiver, he's as good as dead. Well, he, he hit plenty of receivers in that game. Yes, when they're covered. If they are wide open and it's gonna be it's gonna game over at that point, he will not make that throw. I would say you'd have to you'd have to factor in a few extra. Like I would say twenty yards or more downfield, wide open. You probably could uh, Listen, put it, on. It. I saw it last week. Saw it this week. And we saw it in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Uh, but you know what? In the last two weeks, we're 2-0. So not too shabby for this 49ers team uh, heading into Lambeau Field next week. And we're going to talk a lot about that. It's a busy Monday, or excuse me, Tuesday show <laughs> on this particular program. Not only are we going to do some streaming dumbass today, uh, we're going to need your help on that. I would say we have a pretty big concert announcement. Agree with yeah, just shit. a tiny one. Really. Uh, that's going to happen a little bit before 8 o'clock this morning. You're going to want to hang around for that, as well as additional prizes to be won on this particular show. Plus, we'll start with some music. Nirvana kicking things off. Lithium here on the X-Rocks.
Orange news feed. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, another year, another big, gigantic, scary rock hurling its way through space, possibly coming our way. Astronomers are tracking a potentially hazardous asteroid that will pass by Earth today. The rock is about 3,300 feet in diameter, not expected to hit our planet, but will come within around five times the distance between our planet and the moon, which is considered in astrological terms a close pass, if you will, Big J. That's expected to happen around 2.50 this afternoon, and several online outlets are going to broadcast the moment live because it is considered by many, or it could be depending on what the final distance is, the closest pass of an asteroid in uh, a generation. So... That's uh, that's as close as an asteroid has been to tagging us and causing some problems. So people want to check it out and see a rock fly through the air. How say you, Big J? You're interested in all this space stuff. Sure. Uh, what if it's not just going to pass us by? What if they just haven't told us? And it's a it's a just look, don't look up situation. Yeah. Uh, well, then I don't know what to tell you. It's been nice knowing you. I guess. Yeah. Uh, that's I believe the alternative. You never got that first surgery in. Uh, no, no. I uh, made it just before. But uh, if everything comes to an end at 2.50 this afternoon, well, uh, listen, you can't say we didn't talk about it on this show because we did. <laughs> Last night was the end of Super Wild Card Weekend. Final score, Los Angeles Rams 34, Arizona Cardinals 11, but it wasn't that close. The Rams were up 28 to nothing before Arizona finally getting on board in the third quarter. Uh, Kyler Murray looked playing out awful and just couldn't get anything done. Was missing, speaking of wide open receivers, missing wide open receivers, dropping passes, uh, throwing passes in the end zone that probably should never be thrown in the history of football. And the Rams didn't even need that much offense. Just 200 yards through the air and just 113 yards on the ground. Uh, So a little over 300 yards of offense for the game, but they had such good field position that it didn't matter. They were up so early and so so much that they really didn't have to do much in order to get the win. They will take on the Buccaneers. In the divisional round on Sunday, it will be the 49ers and the Packers on Saturday night. And then on the AFC side of things, it is uh, Chiefs-Bengals. And, of course, uh, the Titans are going to be taking on the other team that won now that I can't remember. It's the other decent game. that The Bills. uh, Thank you, the Bills. The Bills blew out the Patriots on Saturday. And so that's how it's going to go. Actually, it's Chiefs-Bills, isn't it? And it's uh, Bengals-Titans. So there's that. Uh, speaking of uh, one of Big J's favorite players, Jimmy Garoppolo, he apparently has a slightly sprained throwing shoulder, an injury that he suffered in the second quarter of the 49ers playoff game over the Cowboys on Sunday. However, uh, Shanahan did say that Garoppolo will be ready to go against the Packers on Saturday night, and uh, practice starts today for that particular matchup. Not everybody is a Star Wars fan, Big J. Jonah Hill was talking about it and said that uh, he never really got into the sci-fi stuff. But his buddy, Leonardo DiCaprio, was having dinner with him one night and sat him down and said, dude, you have to watch The Mandalorian. It's freaking amazing. And he said he did. But not everybody loves The Mandalorian. Jonah Hill said he tre- you know, he thought for sure that that would be what hooked him, but it didn't work. He said he even loves you know, so a lot of the people involved in it, but he was like, you know, Baby Yoda was cute. But after that, I don't give a bleep because none of this stuff made any sense to me and I didn't really care to watch any more of it. So Yeah, I think in order to appreciate The Mandalorian, really, you've got to know Star Wars. Uh, well, I mean, you know, Baby Yoda did get a lot of people into it just because of the cuteness of it all. 
And I don't know if that's necessarily true. I mean, The Mandalorian is kind of like a separate thing outside of the final episode of Season 2. It doesn't really tie in dramatically to the current Star Wars universe. It kind of introduces a whole new world of things and new characters and stuff like that into it. So there's that. But, I mean, if you do know the Star Wars universe, you're certainly probably more attached to it because of the way things wrap up. But I don't know if it's a prerequisite. Uh, I can't say the same for Boba Fett. I think you do need to know something about the original movies in order to get into the Boba Fett TV series. Uh, but I haven't watched any of that just yet. I'm just kind of hanging on for that. But I do know that at least is an established character in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian was not the case. It was a brand new character for all of us to enjoy from, I guess, part one, right? Yeah. So it was. we were able to kind of jump on board from that, even if you weren't that familiar with the Star Wars universe. But it doesn't hook everybody. What are you going to do? Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, Jonah Hill. There's, you can hate a guy for yeah. not liking what you yes. like? All right. Well, welcome to America. It's streaming dumbass on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. For the uninitiated, we have added a new wrinkle into streaming dumbass for the year 2022. Big J is no longer involved in the decision as to what movie he watches. It is now up to you, the ex-listener, by texting into the TDS Fiber text line what movie you would like Big J to watch. You assign him the movie, the movie that gets the most votes. On the text line is the one that Big J will watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. Are you ready, Big J? I'm ready. I've had my play-calling uh, permissions revoked. revoked. Indeed, That's yes. We have like. we, we have stripped the play-calling from Big J and handed it over to the audience, who will decide movie number one or movie number two or movie number three. Still the same rules. We strip away the stars, the director of the studio stuff. You're left with just a plot description, and then based on that plot description, you got to pick a movie for Big J. Movie number one. An organ transplant committee has exactly one hour to decide which one of three patients deserves a life-saving heart. Seven years later, the members of that committee struggle with the consequences of that fateful decision. Damn! Movie number two. When visiting relatives mock a young family's home, the father makes a drunken arrangement with an eccentric architect offering to build them the house of their dreams free of charge. Ooh. And movie number three, a college professor confronts her unsettling past after meeting a woman and her young daughter while on vacation in Italy. Her obsession with the woman prompts a memories of mistakes made. That is movie number three. Movie number one... Organ transplant. Movie number two, free house. Movie number three, obsessive college professor. Those are your choices. Text on in to 208-287-1003. If Big J should watch movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three, we will give you all three movies and let you know what movie you have chosen for Big J next on the X-Rocks. White Zombie, more human than human here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, have the votes been tabulated in the streaming dumbass world? They've been tabulated. All right, thank you all very much for voting on the TDS Fiber traffic, excuse me, TDS Fiber text line. We appreciate that very much. And why don't we go in order? What finished in third place, Big J? Uh, movie number three received zero votes. Well, then the one that got shut out was called The Lost Daughter. That stars Olivia Coleman and Dakota Johnson. It's available for you to watch on oh. Netflix if you you want movie that finished in second place number two then that one's called the house that stars mia goth and helena bonham carter also on netflix which means was it a runaway the movie they finished yeah in it place? was a runaway 
Uh, you will be watching a movie called The God Committee. It stars Kelsey Grammer and Julia Stiles. It is available for you to watch on Netflix, and it's fairly new. So that is the name of the movie that Big J will be watching tonight and give you a review based on your votes. If you want to play the home game again, it's called The God Committee, and it is available for you to watch on Netflix, and Big J will let us know if it's worth your time or not. So far, you've done a really good job selecting movies for him. I mean, granted, we've only done it once, but he really yeah, enjoyed the one you, last week. you might not understand the assignment. <laughs> well, that's not necessarily true. I'm, I'm not sure the idea is to torture Big oh, J. I think sometimes that, why we people really this. want to see if a movie's worth their time watching and rely on your reviews for that. So I hope you don't take this assignment lightly, I guess is my point. Uh, the God Committee is the name of the movie. Watch it, enjoy it, or don't, and see if Big J feels the same way right around this time tomorrow. with Nick and Big J. We do our damnedest to avoid politics on this show. Agree or disagree, Big J? Agreed. Uh, plenty of other places you can get that uh, if you're looking for it. Odds are you have a particular opinion on things, and if social media has taught us anything, it's not like we're going to change your opinion on it. And so if you want to get in that particular world, there's plenty of other places you can go uh, for that particular information. But... Now we find out that we're justified in that decision, Big J, because according to a new study from the University of Nebraska, when we start talking politics, people start feeling sick, especially here in America. Uh, They did a survey of 10,000 people, and they cited politics as the top stressor in their lives. Many of the people surveyed says it causes them to lose sleep, fatigue, leads to feelings of anger, losses of temper, hurts their relationships, and has some compulsive behaviors attached to it. Apparently, 1 in 20 said thinking about or discussing politics even leaves them feeling depressed at the end of the conversation. The findings come from a survey of Americans that was conducted two weeks before the end of last year and, of course, mirrored things that we saw for the last several years. And, of course, the study leader, the professor of the University of Nebraska, says it's, it's unpleasant to think that in that span of time nothing has changed, but a huge chunk of American adults perceive politics as taking a serious toll on their psychological, social, and physical health. And that makes sense. I mean, it is... First of all, it's everywhere. Everything is politicized right now, so uh, it doesn't matter what you're talking about. Somebody's got a spin on it that's going to make it politics. It's somebody's fault, or it's not somebody's fault, or whatever the case may be. Right. And so because it's everywhere, I certainly can understand the tiredness of it and the feeling of fatigue and the feeling of depression and all that kind of stuff. Now, unfortunately, it's probably not going to get any better until we figure out why that's the case and address these things. But... That's not happening anytime soon. Agree or disagree, Big J? Agreed. Uh, so basically, enjoy the doldrums that politics has made your life. You've made this bed. Enjoy sleeping in it. Los Angeles Rams rolled over the Cardinals 34-11 to last night at home in the NFC wildcard playoff game, wrapping up the wildcard weekend. Rams won this one easily. They were up 28 to nothing in a blink of an eye, and the Cardinals just couldn't get it together. And so it was a rough, rough stretch for the cards in that game and a pretty easy go of it 
for the Rams, who will take on now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the second round. Got ourselves the 49ers and Packers as the other NFC game. And then on the AFC side of things, it's Bills Chiefs and it's Bengals Titans. Big J, do you want to give your picks or do you want to save them for later? Well, we'll save them for later, uh, but that Bills Chiefs game, this is going to be a game, man. It's going to be Look fun. Out. It is going to be fun for sure. And we'll see what happens. Hell, I mean, listen, uh, the Bengals could walk right into Tennessee and knock off the Titans. Don't. Uh, the, I give the road team a chance in every one of these games this weekend. Uh, as I said before, you know, it, it's uh, there were a couple of road teams that performed, but mostly the, the home teams took care of business for the most part. And uh, that's kind of the way it works for the wildcard game. And then division, you never know, man. This is when the best of the best are around. So we'll see what ends up happening. According to The Hollywood Reporter, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is starting up this week. They are going to resume filming. Production was stalled because Letitia Wright had an injury, as well as a bunch of cast and crew members testing positive for COVID. So sources informed The Hollywood Reporter that uh, the film has about four weeks of filming left. And they are going to go back to it beginning this week. So uh, they're getting stuff done. And that's just uh, some of the many news in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Did you watch the Moon Knight previews, part of the telecast last night? Yeah. Excited? You into it? Uh, Yeah, looks interesting. Uh, He doesn't know what the hell it's about. Well, he doesn't know if he's awake or dreaming, dude. He's a Moon Knight. Well, it goes from I don't know what's going on to having like this very overworked uh, uniform, outfit costume oh yeah well it's very spawn-esque if you will how he gets it so we'll see what happens i don't know much about the character but listen uh they've done okay so far with their tv series i'll give it a shot at the very least and see how they do morning after with nick and big j there's your important stuff with nick and big j on 100.3 the x rocks i do believe this is a first but for the first time ever we're going to Antarctica for today's We're Going to Hellstorm. Antarctica. Antarctica. And uh, I guess part of it would be like how this is even a thing is, is pretty amazing. But there aren't a lot of places that you can reside upon in Antarctica. You understand? Right. Like it's not exactly a tourist destination. There's not a lot of places where people live. But there are a couple of places in and about on the continent that there are actually people living. And one of those is an outpost community on King George Island. And it's pretty interesting some of the requirements that you have to meet in order to live there. Now, granted, it's a lot of, uh, you know, there are only two civilian settlements on Antarctica. This is one of them. It's called Via Las Estrellas. And it's on King George Island, as I said. And it is pretty much about 100 people live there. Mostly researchers, military personnel, that kind of stuff. But there are a couple of civilians that just live there. You know, some of these military personnel have kids, all that kind of stuff. So there are things. But some of the requirements that you have to agree to in order to live on this place are pretty interesting. For instance, Big J, did you know that you actually medically could be okay to live on this particular island? Is it because of my body mass index? Not quite. Oh. It is because, <laughs> if memory serves, you no longer have your appendix. Is that correct? No, no, no. I have an appendix. Oh. I don't have a gallbladder. Gallbladder is what came out of you. Never mind. You cannot live on uh, King George Island because anybody that lives there has to agree to have their appendix removed before they are Why? allowed to live Why? there. Uh, the big reason is because they are 600 miles away from the nearest hospital. So they are trying to kind of eliminate possible emergencies before they happen. And if somebody were to have appendicitis and need their appendix removed, there's absolutely zero chance they get there in time. So it's basically a death sentence. 
So what they're saying is if you were to have a ruptured appendix, that would be bad news. They want to try to get ahead of it. Your body doesn't actually need your appendix. So there's part of the reason why. But if you want to live there or assigned to live there or whatever, that appendix has to be out of your body. The other thing that they want to make sure people don't do while they're there is get pregnant. Uh, That's a bad idea, too. And so they have uh, basically had some agreements uh, with people that live there on that because of limited medical resources. Sounds like a Netflix TV series. It does, doesn't it? And factor in the the, the fact that for the most part, everybody that lives there is locked indoors almost year-round because temperatures plummet to about 100 below zero in and around that particular area. Doesn't make it uh, very accessible for a jaunt outside from time to time. And so... One would think that there's a little else to do there except for yeah, I hang just, out and try to get pregnant, but apparently it's, that's not happening. It's so that's impossible good. not to see visions of the thing <laughs> in your head. Exactly. I think that's the McCready idea. McCready drinking a bottle of Jack. So if you are close or attached to your appendix, you may want to stay out of there. If you've ever wanted to live in Antarctica, these are some of the things that you'd have to agree to in order to habitate probably the least habitable place on the planet, which is Antarctica. It does not sound fun. So... Enjoy your mandates of that funness living in Antarctica, those of you that do. Now you know why there's only 100 people that live there, I guess. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. We have a concert announcement for you. That's happening next on the X-Rocks. That is Godsmack. That is Awake here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. You were promised one, so let's get started for a big X concert announcement. It's another 100.3, the X concert announcement. All right, Big J, let's go baby steps on this one. What are we talking about? Yeah, well, we got a big concert announcement uh, for the summer. We'll leave it at that for right now. One of the bands who will be uh, a, quote, special guest here is going to be a band that was around here last summer. But you know what? They put on a hell of a show, and one cannot go wrong with a little bit of Cypress Hill action. They are definitely coming to town as part of this big concert announcement, so enjoy some Cypress Hill to get you pumped. This is Rock Superstar on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. That is Cypress Hill. That is Rock Superstar. One of the bands coming to town as part of our big concert announcement. Big J, you might as well give them all the rest of the details. Yep, uh, this is happening on June 11th at the Ford Idaho Center Arena. And uh, opening up before uh, the the band there, uh, Cypress Hill, you've got uh, a a group called Whore. So that's a hip-hop rap uh, rock group. And then you've got Cypress Hill. And then uh, making a return to the Treasure Valley after seven years. It's been seven years, Nick since they've taken the stage here I know. in the Treasure Valley. Uh, we're talking about Slipknot and the Knot Fest Road, uh, the Knot Fest Road Show. Show, yes, thank you, uh, <laughs> is is coming to town. Tickets going on sale Friday, and uh, it is going to be awesome. It's all presented by 100.3 The X Rocks. Uh, last time Slipknot was in town, it was for our 20th anniversary, Big J. If you remember, it was our big 20th anniversary party. Here we are now, seven years later, and they are rocking and rolling, ready to go. So it's happening. Enjoy some Slipknot for your Tuesday morning. This is Duality on The X. <laughs> All part of a fairly big concert announcement we just laid out for you this morning. Big J, recap all the details. Yeah, man. Uh, June 11th at the Ford Idaho Center Arena. The NotFest Roadshow is coming to town. Horror opening up. Then you've got Cypress Hill and Slipknot 
Tickets going on sale Friday at uh, 10 a.m. And it's going to be awesome. Presented by the X Rocks. We're going to have your tickets. It, it's going to be so much fun. Shows a Saturday night, too. Uh, which is pretty awesome as well. So Past my bedtime is okay. You're ready to stay up late and have yourself a good time. Uh, as Big J had mentioned, seven years since Slipknot has graced the stage here in Idaho. It's been far too long. And if you've never seen them live, it's a show you must witness, period, at the end. Agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's insane. I mean, you remember the first time you saw him? Yeah, it was nuts. I saw him at Rock on the Range, and I was like, <laughs> I, was I don't like, even know where to look. <laughs> I said, dude, it's going to be insane, and it was. <laughs> I don't know where to look. It is a spectacle. There's no other way to put it, and they throw down for their own Knotfest Roadshow, that's for sure, so get ready. And and I think they'll, we'll have some new Slipknot music by then, too. I mean, right. I, we got Chapel Town Rag, obviously, but uh, they've been working on a new album. That's supposed to come out here in 2022. I'm sure that uh, it will be all formed around this uh, tour that is about to go national in a few minutes. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you are pro four-day work week, correct? Yeah, man. And get ready because I guess technically this week would make us as close as we're ever going to get, or maybe even closer than ever, to a four-day work week here in the United States because that trend has been buzzing around for a couple of years. Supporters saying the condensed schedule work wonders on employee morale. Past studies have supported this too. Uh, there's a bunch of countries over in Europe and Asia that have four-day work weeks that continue to produce ridiculously awesome profit margins and productivity with workers, etc., etc. Well, the reason why this week is as big as it's going to get so far is because the UK is piloting its own program beginning this week. 30 of the United Kingdom's biggest employers are implementing a four-day work week for the next six months. With no loss of pay for participating employees, they're just going to switch it up and see how it does. And if the study goes well, they have said they're going to make a permanent change for that. And there's a bunch of large employers here in the U.S. that is paying very close attention to how this thing goes in the U.K. And so it could be the start of maybe, just maybe, a four-day work week. Now, we're still probably a couple years out, but... That's why it's an important thing. The six-month study begins now over in the UK that everybody's going to start paying attention to. So maybe, just maybe, four-day work weeks in the future. How say you? I, I like it. I mean, it'd be pretty amazing if, like, the data completely contrasted everything else that's been going on for years. So I expect the study to go pretty well, I guess is my point. I don't expect them to go, oh, man, what a huge mistake this was. Now, will it be enough to actually you know, change the way that corporations here in the States think? I don't know. Probably not. What is? Um, But we'll see. It might just work in your favor. Who knows? There was a Monday Night Football game last night, the last of the season, as they extended the wildcard weekend into Monday night. You got a little bit of a blowout as the Rams beat the Cardinals 34-11 last night. So now L.A. will play the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the divisional round on Sunday. Jimmy Garoppolo hurt himself in the second quarter of the 49ers win against the Dallas Cowboys. He suffered a uh, slightly sprained throwing shoulder in the victory in the second quarter. Uh, Shanahan did say that Garoppolo should be ready to practice today and will be ready to play against the Packers uh, against their divisional round game on Saturday night. I'm not sure who told Joss Whedon he should do an interview to defend himself. 
yeah. against right. uh, the the allegations that were made on him in the Justice League set. But whoever advised him to do this interview should probably be fired from whatever job they had because it was not a good idea. It did not come off well, and it's not a good look for Joss Whedon. At this point, it's probably best if he just is quiet. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, but it's clear he doesn't feel that way. Uh, yeah, but it's a really awful way that he went about explaining himself as to why things were bad on the Justice League set. I mean, he really made it worse. Yeah. He didn't he think he could do that. Kind of, he essentially called Gail Gadot pretty stupid in the interview, which is awful on top of it all. But he said that he, quote, doesn't threaten people. Who does that? According to his interview with New York Magazine that was published yesterday, uh, the Hollywood Reporter published a story, of course, which uh, said that Joss Whedon allegedly threatened to harm Gal Gadot's career, disparage Patty Jenkins on the set. He also was awful to Ray Fisher and to Ben Affleck, made him want to quit the role. Ben Affleck tried to get everybody to walk off the set because that's how bad it was. And it's just was bad. And so uh, he said that uh, when he told her to shut up and just say the lines or he would make her look incredibly stupid in the movie, he uh, blamed the dispute on a language barrier. Even though uh, Gal Gadot speaks fluent English, uh, he says, quote, English is not her first language and I tend to be pretty flowery in my speech. So I could understand why she misunderstood what I said. And uh, Gal Gadot took time to inter- to respond to the article and said, I understand English perfectly and knew exactly what he was saying to me. So it just it just doesn't look. I can't believe I ever liked this guy. I mean, he's a narcissistic piece of you know what? Yeah. Yeah. It's just not it's not cool. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a smart play. And I'm not sure why he did it, but it didn't come off the way he wanted it to come off. I'll put it that way. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we got another big show happening at the Ford Idaho Center Arena. That's happening on the 28th. That's next Thursday. And it is going to be a hell of a show. Volbeat Ghost in uh, Twin Temple is going to be opening up. So we will get you set up with tickets to the show, and you'll be qualified to win an autographed Ghost guitar. Congratulations to Javier. He won the Volbeat guitar, but now it's Ghost's turn. Wow. Pretty cool. Pretty cool prize package. If you want to win it, you got to get on the phone to defeat Big J. In Pop Culture Smackdown, 208-287-1003 is our phone number. Good luck to everybody. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Sam. All right, Sam, you're up first. Today is Kevin Costner's birthday. Kevin Costner won an Oscar for which one of his films? JFK, Dances with Wolves, or Bull Durham? I'm going to go with Dance with the Wolves. Right. That is correct. Well done, Sam. You're officially taking on Big J. Big J, which one of Kevin Costner's many movies is the only one that's nominated for multiple Oscar awards and multiple Razzie awards? Um, Let's see. Multiple Oscars and multiple Razzies? For the same see. film. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, I, 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 I mean, it was a huge blockbuster bust. Um, I can't remember the name of that movie, Nick. I'm going to go with Postman. Postman? You want a war, Postman? No. Uh, You were right on the money with thinking of what it was. Once again, having all the details except the uh, one that you actually need. Dennis Hopper started it? Yeah. Uh, Sam, do you happen to know the answer? You win no matter what. I don't have a clue. Uh, The answer is 
Water World. Ah, right. Water World. Uh, it won a bunch of Razzies for Very being the worst movie, movie of the year, but it also was nominated for two Oscars, uh, both of them behind the scenes, Best Sound and Best Production Design. Uh, but it didn't win the Oscars. It won the Razzies. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. Big J very disappointed in himself once again. We have some headlines. They're coming up next on the X Rock. The morning after with Nick and Big J. It really is time for headlines. Brought to you by Dennis Dillon. Guess what? It is time for the 39th annual Expo Idaho sale, courtesy of Dennis Dillon. It goes on beginning tomorrow, and then it happens all the way through Sunday. But they have make sure they have moved all their inventory. Cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, new and pre-owned, uh, inside and out of the cold, and eat in all three expo buildings. And they've got great finance rates, top value for any trade, incredible savings to you on hundreds of vehicles. Big J is going to be out there broadcasting live from 4 to 6 tomorrow afternoon. And then Jason Drew out there on Saturday, 2 to 4 p.m., so swing on by. It's a great place to uh, win some Dead Sarah tickets for our free X show. It's also a great place to get some deals. So head on out to the 39th Annual Expo Idaho Sale beginning tomorrow, courtesy of Dennis Dillon. And we'll be out there 4 to 6 with the X. Headlines are as follows. Super creepy. Florida strikes again. And thanks, kids. Super creepy. After moving into his new pre-1900s home in the UK, a 39-year-old dad discovered a hidden room after renovating the property. The eerie room had a secret stairwell, which led to an old cellar that was made of brick and stone. So after discovering the really creepy room, he decided to renovate that as well. He made it into a home cinema and a playroom for their one-year-old daughter. He says he doesn't like to think about what the room probably was used for back in the pre-1900s because it was fairly dark and damp and very difficult to get to. So that's probably nightmare-inducing, I would say. You Cabin in the Woods or right. Blair Witch Project? But I mean, also, I mean, even if you did think it was an awful, evil place, weird choice for it to be a playroom for your one-year-old daughter then, right? Yeah. Like, I know, yeah, yeah, I'm sure probably awful nightmarish things happen in there. You know who should play in there? Little Hannah. Go on, get. Florida strikes again, or thanks, kids. Florida strikes again. Uh, you may not expect to hear this when you think of Florida, but it happened. We have a bear attack in Florida Ooh. because the state always has surprises for us. A woman in DeBerry, Florida, went out to walk her dogs when a large female bear, later found in a tree with the three-year-old cubs, scratched her in the face. Kiat. Uh, of course, uh, we don't allow bears to touch humans, which is why we had to kill the bear. That's what they did. The cubs were deemed old enough to survive on their own. So good luck, bears out there in the world. Go get them. Jesus, man. Uh, it just sounded like the young lady was in the wrong place at the wrong time. The bear was trying to protect her cubs, and she ended up getting attacked. She's okay. Got a nice scratch on her face. But that lucky that's all she got out of the deal, if, if we're being honest, right? Yeah. I mean, they're fairly protective, but uh, bear had to die anyway. So thanks, Florida. Wrap it up with thanks, kids. Uh, you've heard of mom reflexes and dad reflexes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Sudden strength and speaking kid language are some of the, quote, superpowers that people have developed after becoming a parent. And they wouldn't have it any other way, according to a new poll, which found more than four in five Americans saying becoming a parent is the most rewarding thing they've ever done, Big J. The survey of 20,000 people who have children aged six or younger also revealed that three in five parents learn what dad and mom reflexes are within the first two months of parenthood. 63% say they found the ability to understand kid language, and 53% of parents formed what they call super strength. So kids give us superpowers. Big J, what do you think about that? I like it. Uh, did you feel super powery when you got kids in your life? No. Oh. Well, I guess it doesn't happen to everybody. 
you're the uh, the one in five person that says that that it doesn't happen to. But it, it can happen. Uh, and hopefully you enjoy those superpowers and do not use them for evil. How many times do we have to tell you? Use those superpowers for good. As Bring Me the Horizon, die for you here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we have a close call for somebody dying in the story, don't we? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how close it came, but uh, it certainly is a warning to specifically my family oh and, my and my daughters. who uh, They enjoy themselves some sushi like I do, Nick. Okay. Um, and uh, Daniel Shapiro, she's 24 years old, and uh, she went out with some friends and they hit uh, a sushi uh, bar uh, buffet and they did a little $50 all-you-can-eat sushi. And so she wanted to get her money's worth. Of course. I've heard this from my kids before, and they probably have heard it from me. Um, and so she <laughs> decided to uh, maybe eat a little too much, including 32 rolls of sushi a lot. I was going to say, that seems like a lot. Uh, especially depending on uh, the size of the rolls, because they vary uh, in some places. Sure. Um, and so, uh, it was a little a little bit much for her. In fact, it ended up sending her to the ER later that night. Uh, and uh, she, quote, my stomach felt very firm from all the sushi and probably the rice had expanded in my stomach. When you put it that way, that sounds harsh. Uh, but she had stomach and chest intense pain and she couldn't take deep breaths so they uh, they took her to the er and uh basically what it came down to is she had a, a, a severe case of acid, acid reflux now so. for this is not unusual for people that don't have acid reflux on the regular and somebody to have a serious fit of it it it, it makes you think you're having a heart attack yeah exactly and in fact if you're a fat guy and you go into a doctor's <laughs> office and you say you know you've got some uh some heartburn they're like oh really uh, you might be having a heart attack. Let's hook you up to this machine. I mean, it's happened to me multiple times, too. I'm like, I just got some heartburn. I'm not dying. Uh, so, yeah, symptoms do include uh, heartburn, chest pain, uh, regurgitation of food and sour liquid. That sounds And fun. difficulty f- uh, swallowing. Now, uh, you said you've done uh, all-you-can-eat sushi before conservative estimate how many rolls have you put away in, in that particular setting uh, well i mean more importantly when i've gone out with with uh people who've been paying the bill uh-huh. i mean i i've i've you know eight or nine rolls i think maybe okay. like that but i but it's it's at some point you're like dude this you know rice is gonna expand right and so it, you gotta be careful like i mean i've seen some of the like i can't even imagine 32 you know, sushi rolls. I can't. No. I, I mean, I can't. I, I, I'm not much of a sushi fan. I, I enjoy it, but I have to be in the mood for it. And quite frankly, I haven't been in the mood for it for a very long time. So maybe I don't like sushi as much as I say I do. But uh, I can't imagine putting away 32 rolls of it. It just seems too, too much. And yeah. there's a reason why you probably shouldn't push it. But uh, it's good. So you're going to share this story with your family? Yeah. Yeah. Make Kids. sure. It's another wake-up call for the Big J House? Yeah, don't. We don't need to, you know... <laughs> Leave it alone. Because uh, I can't imagine they're putting away 32 rolls when they sit down, but uh, they probably can put it away, right? Yeah. I mean, especially if you get them all together, you throw it on 50 bucks, why not? I know you want to get your money's worth, but sometimes it's not worth it. Especially the hospital bills aren't. Right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the X-Rock. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yep, and WWE Road to WrestleMania goes through Extra Mile Arena February 6th. I'll get you a pair of tickets here for figuring out bad impressions. 208-287-1003. That's our phone number. And bad impressions works like this. Big J has written three clues. 
They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, or less, then boom, you're going to go check out some wrestling coming up uh, next month. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning. What's your name, please? Janine. All right, Janine. You're up first. Good luck. Movies like Superbad, The Rocker, and Zombieland provided uh, or proved I was the leading lady material. Um, Emma Stone. There you go. Yeah, well less done. being the key word. Good job, Janine. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those WWE tickets. What were clues two and three just for fun? I won an Oscar for leading lady in La La Land, and I play Gwen Stacy in The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. It's true, and why is Emma Stone in the news? Listen, if you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home or haven't come across any spoilers yet, you should probably turn off the radio briefly. Uh, because uh, her uh, ex-boyfriend uh, and ex-Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, big liar. Yeah. Specifically to her, because he wouldn't even tell her the truth. Uh, and I didn't realize as an ex they would text so much, but apparently uh, they text on a regular basis. And uh, he was talking to the uh, Josh Horowitz Happy, Sad, Confused podcast uh, about his return to the Spider-Man universe and that he had to lie to everybody, including Emma Stone, who continued to ask him routinely whether or not he was going to be in the movie. And he kept replying, I don't know. <laughs> Well, if he says, I don't know. I, I was mean, like, I don't know what you're talking about. We, Although we did talk about this even before the movie came out. I mean, we knew he was lying. You know what I mean? You knew he was lying yeah. about it because that's how they had to be in order to, you know, keep things at least somewhat under wraps. But we were calling him a liar before the even movie came out. And the movie just proved him to be a liar. And that's okay. But Who as cares? much as he was in it, big liar. <laughs> yeah. What a yeah. big liar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't just a five second cabbie for Andrew Garfield. Uh, they uh, So I can understand, but everybody seems to be okay with the, uh, yeah, the, the happy well, little Yeah, he's got to do what he's got to do. Sure. I mean, it was, he probably just didn't want to violate his contract. Who could blame him? Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. That is Ghost. That is Hunter's Moon wrapping up the Morning After with Nick and Big J. On this Tuesday, you were promised a big show. I think we deliver Big J. The good people of the Treasure Valley selected a movie called The God Committee for you to watch on Netflix as part of Streaming Dumbass, so you'll do that tonight. We also told you if you wanted to move to Antarctica, you're going to have to leave your appendix at home. And there was even a concert announcement. Big J, you should recap that for the people. Oh, yeah, big time. Presented by 100.3 The X Rocks, June 11th. It's the Not Fest Road Show, Slipknot. It was special guests, Cypress Hill and Horror. Uh, tickets go on sale this Friday. Going to be awesome. Going to be very, very awesome, and it's all happening at the Ford Idaho Center Arena, and it's a Saturday night, so that's awesome. A reminder, too, it's pretty easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's I pre-check button. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com. That leaves you with the floor, Big Jake. Yeah, big happy birthday to Jonathan Davis. What are you going to do on Jonathan Davis' birthday? He's 51 today, so uh, I don't know. I don't have any special plans. He hasn't invited me to nothing, but uh, he's been really good to us here at the X-Rocks for uh, many years and uh, very appreciative of him and uh, his artistic impressions. Indeed. Uh, not just with Korn, but also on his solo stuff coming in and performing acoustically and uh, being able to play a show here, even dealing with a venue move in the last minute because that was during the fire issue with the name yeah. fact. I mean, it was... 
pretty amazing that all that stuff came together and he was able to be down with it. And, you know, he had his kids on the road with him at the last minute. They came into the X session. It was really, really awesome. Good dude. Happy birthday, Jonathan Davis, for sure. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Western Heating and Air. According to the American Society of Heating, Refrigerating, and Air Conditioning Engineers, the average life of a furnace is 18 years old. Begin planning with the experts at Western Heating and Air. Call for a free quote, 208 Western. It's going to do it for us. Jason Drew is going to come in here next. You guys have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. ZX Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.